And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with New Age Insider's Chief of Staff, DC Matthews, and the unendorsed Doc Manson. This is going to be the very best DDT wrestling of them all. You know how I know. I'm exhausted. He's exhausted. It's going to be phenomenal. So, who are you again? Who am I again? I don't, think, I don't think it matters. Oh. I don't think it matters. Oh. Well, I'm I guess you, we just you're me. You. We're all one happy family. I'm DC Matthews. That's at DC Matthews NAI on Twitter. He's... Doc Manson, at Doc Manson, and we are here to uh, do some pods. Now, you always say, you always say that we always have to act as if this is going to be somebody's first podcast. Uh You have just confused them for weeks now. Well, that was kind of the point. I'm just going (laughs) to see how long I can pretend to be you, and they'll just associate my voice with DC Matthews. I'll be besmirching the sound of of your voice with the sound of my voice i don't you don't even know i'm already confused yeah well now at least we can both be expendable well did i go too far with that you didn't go too far with it but i do think you were quick to jump on the defensive the guy i was defensive well i don't i mean i don't know for sure i forget the guy's name on twitter but like he sent a couple of tweets to me that if you're listening, by all means, I know you listened to the podcast last week. Uh, Marty, maybe something like that. Um, I just I didn't understand a couple of the tweets you sent me. I don't know if you were just your mind was all over the place, but because the words didn't really like make a complete sentence in one of those tweets, I wasn't sure. Well, no, in all fairness, like I wasn't sure. Like maybe English wasn't a first language or something. And I mean that's that's completely well. If that's the case, expendable might not have the same connotation that you're thinking of to that person. Well, he's referring to... Now, I you don't watch sports, so you don't know who Skip Bayless is. Skip Bayless is an ESPN, you know, kind of personality, and I think he is famous for making bold statements just for the sake of making bold statements. I've never and, done that. And that's my, that was my whole point. It's like, it, you're not doing it to be annoying, or at least... You're not really doing it to be annoying. When you say that the New Day is boring, you mean exactly that. There are times when you find the New Day not as enjoyable. It's yeah. not you're not saying it to 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 so that controversy can create cast. You're literally saying how you feel. And because of that, I'm going to defend you to the death so that you can Thank say you. that. Okay, so this was Mar- Marty uh, at Louis Vuitton C uh, on Twitter. This was yeah. the tweet I was talking about. Because they are off the one, and no one in the industry or podcast world gives your style takes. I don't know what that tweet means. So that was that was that. I would interpret it. I would interpret it as your your tweets are out of the ordinary and you're you're expressing an opinion that not that many people feel which well, that is was why the, that was just the reason why I wasn't sure about the language thing because it was such you might be right you might but, be I mean right. I could be wrong I mean, and if I am Marty I apologize I mean maybe you are 
it maybe it was just a typo. You could have been typing on a mobile device, and I could be jumping to conclusions as well. That's probably actually what it was. You were probably typing on a mobile device. There's probably a couple autocorrects in there, and I just don't understand what it is. Um, but regardless, um, yeah, no, um, I've never said any. Well, maybe I've said a few things just for shock value. But outside of things to make you Bailey uncomfortable. Who? Yeah, right. But I mean, outside of that, for the most part, I mean it. As you just said, New Day, sometimes I think the stuff they do is grating. And you know for a fact that, you know, my relationship with the New Day has been off and on. When they were first coming out and the, and the, and the, uh, the, the, uh, the community kind of thought they were the hottest thing. Uh, on the market for a little while. It took me a while to warm up. I wasn't on the bandwagon right away. I eventually got there, um, but I, then I also kind of felt like the shtick kind of, kind of got worn out pretty quickly. So I, I don't know. I mean, I I always have had a difficult relationship with the New Day, and I I, I legitimately mean that. Uh, they they are entertaining sometimes, but I, I a lot of times I feel like the shtick is a shtick. It's getting stale. You know what I mean? It, it, they're, they're, they're not moving enough. This trombone thing was fun at first, but now it's here all the time, and they put it away. They had the funeral that was fun. They were moving on, and now suddenly there's another trombone. Like, And then never mind the fact that this has actually happened a few times that the trombone has actually gotten damaged and just come back. But this time, with all the pomp and circumstance of the funeral and all that, I figured that would be it. It would be over. It would be done. But no, instead, we've got another trombone. Why? I don't know, but we do. So again, it's a shtick, and I'm, I'm just... And then, I mean, as for Seamus being... Cause I, I don't know. I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I'm not trying to be bold when I say I think Sheamus is all right. I've got no problem with Sheamus. I don't think he's boring. I think he's a good wrestler. I, I mean, I do think the current character is maybe a little stale. The thing with the mohawk, he just looks dumb. Okay, yeah, he's not doing anything interesting. He's not necessarily in any storylines that are of interest. But I think he's a competent wrestler. I think he's a competent employee. He can talk. He's got an interesting look. He's the only guy that looks like that on the roster. DC is now just in his magazine realizing that I'm never going to stop talking about this. Um, so he's just No, please, go on. I'm going to read about Kevin Nash. But I'm serious. I think Seamus is alright. He's technically sound. He's good. He, he's alright on the microphone. Now, creative's not doing anything with him, but, and don't get me wrong, for a long time he had that, I actually think his problem right now as a heel came from his long stint as a face. He was a completely boring, uninteresting face with no personality. All I did was say fella a bunch. Um, and I think that's kind of just kind of held over into his current heel run. But when Sheamus first came around, his first heel run, I think that was some of the best heel work in the company at the time. And I think that guy could do that again. DC, I mean, what do you... I mean, I'm sorry, Doc, what do you think? Well, now I'm confused. Yeah, well, I'm really sticking with the... Uh, the well, let me, let me see. I, I think that, you know, with my advanced degrees in uh, virology and anthropology and um, aeropostale, I feel that, you know, I, I didn't mind Seamus. I thought, you know, he's he's Triple H's friend and people are going to have a problem with that because they're always going to look for nepotism. But I don't think he makes a bad heel. And he's put in a position where, <clears throat> you know, people don't like Roman Reigns. So... They're going to boo no matter what. And you would think that that would help Seamus, but instead it's like you brought the one guy out that people are like, you know, no, no Roman Reigns, no Roman Reigns, anybody but Roman... Well, not Seamus. If they had brought Rusev out, if they had brought... I mean, isn't that actually a good response to have to the person that you're trotting out 
as you know, admittedly it was a transitional championship type thing, but the guy you're trotting out to be the top heel in your company for a limited amount of time isn't a good thing that the audience was booing him. Maybe. Oh no, I'm not saying not I'm not saying that it. I think right it was reasons. by design. I think it was by design. You pick a guy so that. Some fans are going to turn to Roman Reigns and go, well, if I have to pick between these two, at least Roman Reigns is the new face, so let me cheer for him a little bit more. And yeah, one I mean, could argue that it worked. Yeah, you know? I, mean, I understand people saying it's the wrong type of heat, but I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Sheamus is... I don't think Sheamus is like that. I mean, I, he is right now... Because he just hasn't been in any interesting stories in a long time. Yes. But again, I couldn't the original tell you, heel run I saw from him, he was excellent. I couldn't tell you what he was doing before he became the leader of the League of Nations. He was he must have been doing something in twenty fifteen. He was I Mr. Remember. Money in the Bank. Oh, that's right. He was. But he, was he just still wasn't background. doing anything. No, he wasn't. He was just walking he around. He was gone with the for a long time. Because he was filming Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. then that's and, when he and came again, back with the I, Mohawk. I don't want to spend this show talking about Seamus. It's the we we got off well, on no, the we're actual defending subject. my honor. Actually, we're we're, we're talking, talking about, right about we're actually the defending fact my that honor. if people are still listening to the show, and who knows if they are, <laughs> uh, you know, I know I, nobody's it. listening to my YouTube feed because they let me post twenty videos without audio, and nobody told me. Which is well, an entire fairness. You posted all those in one morning, so how are people supposed to keep up? Let's not even go there. I, I I rage quit life there for a minute there with with that. But <laughs> that was my only pleasure. That my only the only bright spot was that I knew that my pain would bring you pleasure. But it always does. But if you're listening to this show, besides the fact that you're enjoying the fact that DC Matthews takes pleasure in my pain, Doc Manson at Doc Manson. Uh, you're listening because you appreciate the fact that our viewpoints are not the same viewpoints you're going to find all over the place, online, or on other podcasts. I, I think that's a good thing. So the fact that somebody is is questioning whether or not you belong on this show because you have different well, opinions... I, don't really I know that's the way he phrased it, but I'm still not convinced that's what the guy really. Well, meant. and then fine. Then I don't know this guy from a hole wall, so I don't know why I'm. I don't know why I'm defending him. I don't know this guy from a hole wall. Maybe well, and, and, and it just, is admirable. It was my impression. It is admirable of you to do so. All I was saying is that I wanted to, in the moment, because I was already mad about the YouTube thing, I wanted to hit this person with a Louis Vuitton bag. Well, that's not nice. So I'm. I'm just <laughs> saying. I don't feel that way oh, now. Come on. And I'm Doc Manson. I'm allowed I mean, to. I'm, I'm us, edgy. Of the two of us, you are usually much more the rock. I'm usually, I don't mean the rock. I meant like, you know, the answer. If you like, smell like, no, what the doc, what, I mean. what the doc is cooking. <laughs> you're, you're the one who tends to be much more level. I'm the one who tends to be fly off the handle sort of reactionary to things so i don't know what what's what's been crawling into your pants recently every you got ants in your pants or what eh, are you uncomfortable now doc manson is uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> okay we can't continue the lie no honestly i, I doc think manson. i would i would like to switch uh twitters with you <laughs> i think at this point <laughs> we should honestly just switch personas and see how long it takes people to notice 
I bet they'd be very confused pretty quickly. At least five people would, and then but yes, nobody else my, would notice. My name is DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. This is Doc Manson. Please welcome to DDT Wrestling. I promise. I promise. I'm Doc Manson. We have email, and one of those emails actually kind we of has email. to do with this email. The email. What? What? The email. And it's from our really? good friend we have Magnum. An email about this. It kind of it ties in with it a little bit. So let me read the email. Was it spawned from this conversation? I don't believe so. I believe it was from oh, a okay. previous one. But it, I think it has to do with it. Our good buddy Magnum at Magnum NAI says, A few comments from this week's DDT Wrestling got me thinking. Who are your top three to five guys or gals in WWE that you wouldn't mind if you never saw on TV again? Either part-timers or full-time performers. And you can make the jump. Wait, what between... does that have to do? Oh, because because we're wait. talking about our perspectives and our opinions, which might be outside the norm of wrestling. So I ask you, okay. Doc Manson, who is a wrestler who you would very much enjoy to never see again? Hmm. Um. I think I would probably start with AJ Styles. <laughs> All this work for nothing. <laughs> I'm glad you saved that. Okay. I'm glad you saved that until you admitted that you really are Doc Manson, because I don't want that kind of heat. So, are you going to okay. defend that, that or was, that, are was, you... that was no? That was shock value. That was shock value. That was a joke, folks. I do that occasionally. We have a good time on this show. We laugh. We have a good time. Um, geez, if okay, I'm looking through the roster now just because I want to. Have good. Would you like me you know, to start while you do this? Opinions. Um. Well, I mean, I can. Why don't I just go through the roster from the top here on WWE.com forward slash superstars, starting at the left, and I will just read out names. I'm not going to give you three to five. Maybe we can talk about three to five at the end. But I'm just going to read off the names of people I could be okay never seeing again. Now, are we talking about just wrestling or personality wise? The email itself says. Never saw on TV again. Oh, okay. Which implies the that they're gone for good. I was going to say can... Triple H, because he's the first one. But that's only in a wrestling capacity. I think he's got a lot to offer still in the authority role. But um, I don't want him gone from television, so never mind. Um, honestly, I could do without ever seeing Kofi Kingston again. Really? Uh, Xavier Woods. Adam Rose, Alex Riley, Alicia Fox, um, I like Bo Dallas enough, uh, Brian Saxton, Cameron, Chris Jericho, uh, Darren Young, David Otunga, Diego. Why is he still on? Why is oh. David Otunga still on here? Oh, Eden, El Torito, um, The Rock. And that's not from any animosity against The Rock. I just don't feel like I need to see him on television anymore. He has nothing additional to offer, I don't think. Uh, Eric Rowan, Eva Marie, Fandango, Fernando, <sighs> Hornswoggle, Jack Swagger. Jerry Lawler, Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso. 
Connor, Kyle Edwards. Hmm. I know this is riveting, probably me just reading off a list here, but uh, Mark Henry, I guess I could do without seeing again, although I'm not, again, any animosity there. I just think he's kind did of... You, did you enjoy how he was honored for Black History Month on Raw? Oh, it was great. Uh, Naomi... Our, our truth is funny. He could say Randy Orton, Rosa Mendez, Scott Stanford. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Sin Cara. I would rather have Kalisto. Stephanie McMahon, Tamina, Tom Phillips, Tony Chimmel, Tyler Breeze. You're done with Tyler Breeze Victor. already. I he's that um, Zach Ryder, Zeb Coulter, they can all go. Okay, they can all go. Oh, let me ask you a quick question. I posted this on Twitter, and of course, no one responded because I just scream into the void. Uh, is Mark Henry a Hall of Famer in your mind? Absolutely, hundred percent. I agree, but I'm not sure that uh, as many people will. So I'll ask that to you, <laughs> neighborhood. Do you think Mark Henry is a Hall of Famer? Why or why not? Uh, very quickly, because my list will be shorter and um, different than yours. Uh, I, I mean, could... did you have any uh, thing you wanted to ask me about specifically from that long list of names that I, Peter? I mean, I'm, are you surprised? I, I would like by you to defend. I, I would like you to defend Xavier Woods. Why are you done with Xavier Woods? Um. Well, I said Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. No, I did not say Big E. Uh, and I'm sure I, I said those because I considering them as individuals. I I I don't. Really... So you would like to see New Day again, but if they ever split up, you don't need to see what Xavier Woods does next. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Okay. Yes, that's what I'm saying. All right. Yeah. Well, my list... he hasn't shown me anything in terms of you know a singles star that I think is sustainable. Uh, and I think he never had a chance, really, a, a serious chance. Before now, like I, I'll be interested to see That's what true. happens if, and I say if, the new day ever splits up because I, mean, I they could want to see bring this back consequences Creed, and I'm all ears. I could see this being what would he team with Apollo Cruz? You'd 100%. have Apollo Cruz and Consequences Creed. I'd love to see. Um, it. I would like to never see Alberto Del Rio again. He's fine. Um, I'm not sure I've ever watched an Alicia Fox match, so I suppose by default her... She is terrible. Um, I'm done with the Bellas. They can go. They can, they can stay. I didn't say the Bellas. They can... They're, I mean, they've... They, I'm they've done with... Purposes. Unless they're going to turn heel, which I doubt, uh, I'm done with the Dudleys. They can go. Yeah, uh, I mean... Cameron. I want Bully Ray to show up, and that's... I would like that, too. I would like that too, uh, Cameron. I I appreciate Darren Young, but I don't need to see him anymore. I don't need to see the Matadors anymore, including their little bull guy. I mean, in all fairness, we can go through our list like this, and maybe it's not the most riveting television or radio, rather. But I mean, I guess to get back to Magnum's point, if there were three to five guys that really had to pick. Like I mean, I I think he's probably going for us to name some of these big guys. Like he said, you know, part timers. So he must be thinking we're going to think Undertaker or Brock Lesnar or something like that. But honestly, I think those guys are fine in the capacity in which they're being used. 
I think they've got a heck of a lot more to offer the product than, uh, you know, um, the Matadors do or Darren Young. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, and I, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I named a lot of the boring guys who I think are all chewed up and worn out. But I, I didn't say them all. I, did I say Curtis Axel? I don't know. But No, I mean, and, the, and I didn't either. I think he's The fine. social outcasts, they're doing something right now. And at least it's... I, you, notice I, I didn't start the conversation with Ryback. Yeah. And that's and that's because I I, you know, personally on a personal level, if Ryback especially with his new look never shows up again. Have you seen that? Have you seen no, the new I, look? I didn't see it. I he's heard he got just, rid of the cool singlets and He's dressed that. like Goldberg now. Just simple black trunks, black boots. That's awesome. it. So you can see all of his deformity musculature. <laughs> Uh, but even him, you know, I, like I'm sure he has a place. My problem, and and perhaps a a more interesting question might be: name three to five guys where you would completely change their place in WWE. You know, Ryback, I think, has a place in WWE. It is not as currently constituted. So you know, well, there are some people. Are you suggesting that Ryback should have a bigger role than he does? Because right now he's got almost no role, of which I would think you'd be satisfied with. I'm saying the Dudleys are a perfect example. I want them off my TV now, but if they turn heel, they have a purpose yeah. again. If I mean, Ryback suddenly became a non-verbal monster heel, perhaps being led out on a chain by some Lana. manager... I would be okay with that. Yeah. I mean, in the spirit of the original question, if I can honestly think of someone on the roster who could just go away, uh, and, like, you know, a big name, something that, you know, maybe is a little shocking, but really not really, it's Ric Flair. Ric Flair can go away forever now. Well, I, he's not even on the the roster page. We, no, you know, he's I didn't not see on the him. roster page, but we see him every week on Raw, so that's uh, why I didn't say him before. No, I, I came would... to mind. I would agree. He, you know, he's on my list, and and honestly, I, I see no, you know, maybe Nikki Bella will come back, and she was a decent wrestler. So, uh, I'll go ahead, three to five guys, um, and because even the Matadors, I want Carlito to come back, slap the bandanas off their faces, and let them be, just you know, wrestlers. Okay. Uh, I'll say Ric Flair, Brie Bella. Those are the two off the top of my head that I would I would be very okay with them leaving and never coming back. Um, but that's it. Everybody else, I think I can find, you know, a purpose for. Like Tyler Breeze, uh, poor Tyler Breeze. I just feel for him. So, and I know you're kind of, and, and I suppose maybe in a few weeks I will be too. He's perfectly but, competent. There's nothing wrong with Tyler Breeze, but hmm. I don't ever feel like he's coming out of the hole that he's been dug into. All right, I'll, I'll add my third's Dana Brooke. There we go, Dana Brooke. Oh, NXT and Mojo Raleigh and and Mojo Raleigh. Now I got four: Mojo Raleigh, Dana Brooke, uh, Brie Bella, and Ric Flair. Do you Goodbye dislike forever. Mojo Raleigh more than Zack Ryder? Yes, far more. Hmm. Okay. And even okay. you know, and even I could see Mojo Raleigh. Same kind of thing with Ryback. Is you know. You you channel that hype thing in a different way, and he's fine. But right now, I don't think that's going to happen. And they've got new 
kind of pyro now, which indicates that maybe they're getting ready for a call-up. And I've heard they're wrestling dark matches on WWE shows, so I'm terrified that they're going to be, you know, part of the Andre the Giant Battle Royal and will be wrestling in WWE, and that just makes me sad. I mean, if I start thinking about NXT, people that I wish weren't on NXT anymore... And I'm not saying necessarily gone from the company in this case. It could just be up to the main roster. But people who should be gone from NXT right now, I think, are Bailey, Finn Balor, um, Hideo Itami. Uh, that's maybe a little different. I just don't feel like Hideo ever made any sort of impact on that roster. He seems superfluous. The other now, two, are, maybe. It's are just you time saying Bailey and Finn Balor in the sense of they should be promoted? Um, probably move to the other roster. Yeah, okay. if you want to call that a promotion, sure. Um, I'm, yeah, I said, I didn't necessarily mean gone, I just meant off of NXT for one reason or another. Um, those two, I, they have purpose elsewhere, but yeah, they're just played out in NXT. I don't think they have anything left to contribute there. Mm-hmm. I would say Enzo and Cass, Baron Agreed. Corbin, Sami Zayn. Yeah, I think Bailey and Finn Balor could I, go to the main I, I roster. Can see an but... argument. I can see an argument for Sami Zayn to continue being there for maybe the next three months or so, mm-hmm. but like that's the extent of it. Yeah, I think Samoa Joe should win the title and hold it for the rest of the year. There's nobody else who's ready, so give it to Samoa Joe. Let him be, <clears throat> you know, the heel dominant champion for six months, eight months, nine months, and. While he's there, try to build up people to potentially uh, take him out. Oh, it's time for everyone's favorite segment. What did Mrs. Manson bring for Doc? Another it's a brownie. Uh, and also a mug of hot cocoa. Well, we went to an, an ice cream establishment uh, located at the university where you work. What was that? And I had an ice cream cookie sandwich that was just delightful. Hmm. I'm glad so, you enjoyed it. I, it, was, it was. There's two and a half more in the freezer, so I'm very excited. <laughs> um, go big or go home, right? Did anything, as evidenced by the fact that we're at the 25-minute mark and while we have talked about wrestling, has anything happened in the last few days of WWE wrestling that you could care about at all? Um, I think Brock Lesnar versus Reigns versus Ambrose will be a good match at Fastlane. I'm excited for it. I mean, uh, I'm not thrilled with the idea of Brock Lesnar just getting, you know, mugged by the Wyatts again, and Ambrose being Ambrose and just losing, so Roman Reigns gets to go on to face Triple H predictably. I'm not thrilled about that, but I think the match will be good. Assuming the white stuff isn't too... How did you feel about Ambrose uh, confronting Lesnar at the beginning of Raw last night and... Or not last night, Monday night. And, you know, basically saying, I'm not scared of you, take me to Suplex City kind of thing. I thought that was good. Fitting with his character as being sort of loose. Not loose. um, A loose cannon. Yeah, loose. A loose cannon. Um, It was alright. It was fine. I don't know. It, It does seem weird that anybody would want to you know, intentionally provoke the beast, as Paul Heyman likes to say. Mm. But, again, it fits with the character, and nobody else is going to do it like that. So, I, I thought it was all right. 
Dean Ambrose has come along a long way in a very short period of time. It was very refreshing that it was Dean Ambrose who came out and not Roman Reigns during the open segment. I I agree. They have done a very nice job in the last few weeks of making Dean Ambrose seem like a legitimate main event guy. Which is all the more reason for us to be sad when he just slips back into the mid-card immediately following last Fastlane. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I still think we there's something to this Chris Jericho, Dean Ambrose thing. Um, I think that's happening at some point. But yeah. but I don't know. I'm a fan. I like what Dean I, Ambrose yeah. has done. Uh, but I'm the Iron Man of this company. I've predicted Dean Ambrose versus Chris Jericho, 30-minute Iron Man match at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental title. It's a four-hour show. It's a four-hour show, and they got a lot of injuries. They need to kill time. I just don't understand. That's a terrible nickname. Where did like I, 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 and I think the only reason he's saying it is because Chris Jericho lasted fifty-one minutes in the Royal Rumble at however old he is. I think he's only saying it to further that feud. Uh, here's a question for you, and they talked a little bit about this on NAI Pod. Um, What's what that? would you what would you like to see the Undertaker do this year? Retire? Do you want to see him wrestle? Sure. Whom? Mm, Brock Lesnar. Rather than seeing Lesnar face Wyatt or Stroganoff or whatever? I mean, Lesnar versus the Wyatts does nothing for me. And honestly, I can honestly... Taker, Lesnar, does nothing for me as well. I just, that was just the first name that kind of popped into my head. Legitimately, who do I want to see the Undertaker face? Kane. Is there anybody left? No, I don't want to see that again. Kevin Owens? I mean, I think I would feel better about it. I know it's his last match, so you probably want to make it a singles match, but... And he has been in better shape the last couple of times he wrestled, but he was looking real spotty there for a while. Like, I feel like I would feel better about it if we saw, like, Kane teaming up with The Undertaker versus the Wyatt family. Like, I could see that. I don't know if that's appropriate enough for this this storied career to finish on a tag match. Mm-hmm. But just knowing what he is physically capable of, and again, he he was better in his last couple of exhibitions than he was there, you know, previously when he lost to Lesnar at Mania and had that terrible concussion, but I, I don't know, like, I just feel like that would be a safer match, and I feel like that might be more exciting, because, uh, I don't know, The Undertaker, I mean, I, I, I'm having trouble just expressing That's uh, That's fine, I, I it's fine, I, I think you're making some valid points, um, you know, I, I think there's a case to be made, just like they've said on the other podcast, uh, that this was supposed to be John Cena's year. And then John Cena got hurt. Yeah. You know, John Cena might have been the guy to officially retire The Undertaker. Uh, I think there's credence to the notion that ne- WrestleMania 33 will be The Undertaker's 25th appearance at WrestleMania. It's entirely possible he'll wrestle then. I don't know if he'll, you know, how he'll do. But it's entirely possible. You know, the only thing I can think of, because I I get why people want to see, you know, the Kane storyline if it's their last match and they essentially retire each other. Part of me does get the appeal of that. 
I would like to see Bray Wyatt versus Brock Lesnar versus Undertaker in a triple threat. They all have issue with each other now. Taker and Brock have feuded. Taker and Wyatt have feuded. Now Wyatt and Brock have feuded. A triple threat match takes the pressure off The Undertaker so he doesn't have to be the guy because he's got two people to go with plus the family. Uh, I mean, for a while, I sort of thought they were building up to Undertaker, Kane, Lesnar, Big Show versus the Wyatts. I would be okay with something like that. I'm not sure how you get to where Undertaker and Lesnar team up, unless it's they've literally beaten respect into each other, so now they're okay. I don't know. I mean, given the animosity that we saw between them as competitors, I have trouble envisioning a storyline that gets us there yeah. believably, but you know, when has that ever mattered? I'd be okay with, and again, this wouldn't happen because it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be fitting for The Undertaker, or Kane for that matter, or any of them. Undertaker, Kane, Big Show, Mark Henry versus The Wyatts. If the, fa- if the, if the non-Wyatts win, they all retire. <laughs> and you just have a quadruple retirement match <laughs> and send them all home. <laughs> Yeah, that's not happening. No. But it's a good thought. But, um, you know, so it, it, it's interesting. You know, I'm we're running out of time, and I know the Bray Wyatt match happened very quickly. You know, there wasn't a huge build for that match that Undertaker was part of, but they've got to start at some point. Fastlane's in two and a half weeks, and then WrestleMania's pretty much right after that. So, I don't know. I feel like I mean, they're running out of time. It's going to be Lesnar versus Wyatt's at Fastlane. Oh, no, it's not, because he's in the main event. Yeah. I, it's going to be Lesnar versus Wyatt at WrestleMania. Because imagine if... Because you could imagine if they were feuding right now, Lesnar wasn't in the main event of Fastlane. Imagine if the Wyatts and him were feuding, and he was going to face all four of them at Fastlane. And it just turns into this mugging, where, again, they just beat him down, they beat him down, they beat him down. And, you know, maybe he, at first he pulled his own a little bit, but they all get back to the ring, they beat him down, and they just destroy Lesnar. And they're standing tall over him. The lights go out. The the funeral bell tolls. And the lights come back. And Taker's there defending Lesnar. Like, that would get you to that storyline for WrestleMania. I could totally see that. I would be a very okay with that. I'm, but, I, I mean, that's not going to happen a, at this point. Because you, you there can't is a story to be told in Lesnar and Taker have beaten each other to the point where... They have nothing left but a respect for each other. The Wyatts have no respect for anybody, so now it's going to be the two of them versus the four Wyatts in a, you know, handicap match. I'm okay with that. Again, I don't have a problem with that booking either, so there's lots of ways they can go, I suppose. Uh, another right. email. they got to start doing something with Taker. Yes. But, I mean, really, honestly, it looks like they're going to wait until after Fastlane before they bring him back. If they bring him back. Can you imagine a WrestleMania without The Undertaker? Like, because he hasn't officially... Like, I can... I mean, it's going to happen eventually. He's going to retire, and then there's going to be WrestleMania without The Undertaker. But can you imagine him just skipping a year? He's still technically part of the roster. He hasn't retired, and he's going to be back next year, probably for his 25th anniversary at WrestleMania. But he just skips this year? Can you imagine that? I, 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 that doesn't make sense to me. I can imagine him not having a match and showing up in some form or fact, you know. And but again, but think, like if you're know. trying to sell a hundred thousand seats in Dallas, yeah. the Undertaker probably needs to be part of that show. So I think he needs to be on the 
card. Like, I, I agree. I, that's what I'm saying. I think I, it's hard for me to think of it unless, and again, people are disagreeing with me left, right, and center probably because I'm wrong, unless he's done. Unless Survivor Series, his 25th anniversary of that show, was it. And he's just like, I'm out. And so is the, wait, is, we saw him get carried out by the Wyatts, and then we saw him come back with Kane. And, and then Survivor Series, I believe it was, I remember us being disappointed with how one-sided it was. The Brothers of Destruction pretty handily beat the Wyatts. Honestly, if that were it for The Undertaker, no fanfare. I mean, that's exactly how that character really should go out. I you know, think. like I, a lot of people are saying, oh, he's old school. He's going to want to go out on his back. And you might be right. Or he's going to want to go out with no fanfare, with no nothing. Just, I'm done. Right. And you're never going to see me again. And honestly, if that were the case, you think about that storyline in retrospect... That's not a bad way to go out. It's, you know, it, it's kind of definitive. It's unfortunate that Kane's still there. <laughs> you know, it's Kane's... also sort of unfortunate that Bray Wyatt can't capitalize on it more. Because no. if there was some fanfare, he could be... I mean, it would mean something if he could go out there and say, I'm the guy who retired The Undertaker. Yes. I mean, yeah, they didn't win that match, but, I mean, it's, it's still... You were involved in his last feud. I mean, that would be a selling point for you. It would be. So again, I'm probably wrong in that. I think I don't think Taker is done. Yeah, probably. But not. if he were if, in five years, if we go, can you believe the Undertaker's last match was at Survivor Series 2015? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I can. Um, we got another email. DDTWrestling at gmail dot com is the email address. Please send us your thoughts, your opinions, your questions, your concerns. Uh, to either Doc or myself. Remember, he's Doc, I'm DC. Don't get confused. Uh, Brandon, at Brandon Mac NAI. We have a first-time email. I'm saving that one for last. Uh, but Brandon, do you think Mrs. Promo on Monday Night Raw is how Vince McMahon really feels about AJ Styles? So let me set the scene. Uh, AJ Styles was a guest on the highlight. No, not the Miz TV. They're the same show. And I had to actually go back and get it. You know, Miz didn't let AJ talk, which was fantastic heel work by the Miz, continuing to prove why he's one of the best. Also, AJ Styles is not a great talker. Oh, exactly. Uh, Highlight the strengths, hide the weaknesses. That's the ECW model that's always worked. You know, and I'm 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 reading here uh, from LordsOfPain.net just the the results here. You know. Uh, he didn't have the it factor. Too small for the football team. Okay. He probably he says there's probably a reason why our little cult hero never made it to WWE. AJ will drown in this ocean full of sharks if he keeps listening to the fans. Regardless of whether it's what Vince McMahon really thinks, it is exactly what Vince McMahon knows the internet wrestling community thinks he thinks. Therefore, to maximize the pressing of buttons, of course that's what you're going to write in a promo. It makes perfect sense. Now, does he actually believe that? I don't think so, because if he actually believed it, he wouldn't have signed him now. Triple H probably has a lot of control, but I bet you at the end of the day, the purse strings, everything still goes through Vince. 
Maybe Triple H went in there and made a very convincing argument for why they needed AJ Styles. Have they wanted to expand their market in Japan? And he was one of the hottest free agents, and that would be a way to do Whatever the reason is, Vince McMahon saw that he, at this point in time, could make money off of AJ Styles, and none of those other things matter, except now as a mechanism to build some sort of heat or rub within the company by playing off of the thoughts of the internet wrestling community, just like they did with Daniel Bryan. And I'll go ahead and just for the sake of argument, I'll say, yeah, Brandon, this is exactly what Vince McMahon thinks. Vince McMahon, the old school, big, bulky wrestler, Batista's going to come back and win the Royal Rumble for no good reason except that he has a lot of muscles kind of guy. Yeah, he's going to go out. And yes, you're right. He does control the purse string. So when Triple H came to him and said, let's go sign what many people believe is the best wrestler in the world not currently working for our company, I'm sure Vince went, okay. There's no real competition in WWE anymore or in the world of wrestling anymore, but that's not going to stop Vince McMahon from trying to snag top talent. But I do think he looks at this guy with his Dutch boy haircut and his small stature and goes, who is this kid? You know, yeah, you can flip-flop and fly around the ring, and that's great. So could a whole bunch of other people. But this is where, you know, to quote a WCW line, this is where the big boys play. You're not going to get anything if the fans are going to be the ones cheering for you. Because I got burned once with Daniel Bryan. I tried to go for it. The fans forced my hand. And what did he do? He got hurt. He got injured. He couldn't handle it because he doesn't have the size that you need. So, yeah, I do think this is how he feels. He thinks this small little, you know, aerial wrestler, this cruiserweight is going to come in and people are going to be happy and, you know, that's it. He's just going to be this rookie redneck kid from Georgia or wherever he's from and he's going to have to learn just because you're the best wrestler in the world not in WWE doesn't make you anything in Vince McMahon land. Or maybe not. That's just one way of looking at it. I don't know. With an opinion like that, I'm starting to think you're expendable. Well, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> it's been a lovely, uh, lovely journey. Welcome to the Doc Show. Nobody you are wants the Doc. That. Nobody wants that. Uh, uh, what let's else see. happened on Raw? Anything? Um, Brie Bella beat Charlotte. Yeah, Ric Flair whatever. made a funny face. Uh huh. Um, Tyler Breeze lost again. Dolph Ziggler beat Kevin Owens, which I enjoyed. How do you feel about this whole concept of 50-50 booking? Because if I see it on Twitter one more time, I'm probably going to throw something. You're going to have to tell me what 50-50 booking is. The whole idea that many uh, wrestling fans, including some dear friends of mine, are, are up in arms about is this idea that wrestlers A and B fight on Raw. Wrestler A wins. Which means at some point in the next few weeks, they're going to fight again, and this time wrestler B wins. And they keep trading victories back and forth. And so their argument is nothing can get progressed, nothing can go further, because all they're doing is just win, lose, win, lose, win, lose, win, lose. 
And so people are upset about that. They'd like some people to go on win streaks. They'd like some people to go on, I guess, losing streaks, but not named Tyler Breeze. And, you know, actually, as they put it, tell some stories. Wait, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm confused. What what are people upset about? They're this whole... upset that Dolph Ziggler... And maybe Kevin not in Owens this maybe not both. this necessary example, but in in the whole Kalisto and uh, Del Rio trading the title back and forth, they well, say that I think is odd just because the title was on the line. They so say much. that's fifty fifty booking. Del Rio wins, so then Kalisto wins. So neither wrestler goes anywhere because all they're doing is just taking turns beating each other. Yeah. And I don't I don't see it that way. Like Dolph Ziggler beats Kevin Owens, which means Dolph Ziggler is in a much better place that he than he was in before, and Kevin Owens can absorb that loss. So Dolph Ziggler moves forward, Kevin Owens stays the same, or moves forward because he does well when he loses. He still tells a good story. So now both of them are better. So yeah. when we get the Ziggler Owens two out of three falls match at Fast Lane, everyone's happy. I mean, people who make the argument that 50-50 booking is not telling a story are being disingenuous. It's That is a story. If you have the same two guys go back and forth, win-lose, win-lose, I mean, potentially you're telling the story that these guys are pretty evenly matched. And I mean, It's that's, competition. That's, that's a story. Like, I don't... It's it, That's just as much of a story as... Kevin Owens is on a win streak, and it's just as much of a story as Kalisto or Alberto Del Rio or Dolph Ziggler is on a losing streak. It's six of one, half a dozen of another. I don't think it is a, a problem to have competitive wrestling matches where anyone can win. Are you are you asking for the days of Barry Horowitz or the Gambler? or the Brooklyn Brawler, and these three-minute squash matches. Like, you know, we don't have jobbers in the same sense that we used to, where, you know, Mr. Perfect would come out and beat this guy up for five minutes and supposedly move up the rankings in the Intercontinental title picture because he beat Iron Mike Sharp. May he rest in peace. You've got a bunch of guys. You've got to try to get your roster to all look competitive. The only way to do that in some ways, is for them to trade wins. So maybe somebody needs to email us at ddtwrestling at gmail.com and tell us what exactly we're missing here because I don't get it and you don't seem to get it. I don't get it. So I I'm, I have no problem at all with the fact that Dolph Ziggler won. I, I applaud that they gave a win to Dolph Ziggler. You know, people have been saying... Ziggler needs to get a push. Ziggler needs to get a push. Why doesn't Ziggler win? Oh, my God. Ziggler beat Owens. That sucks. Make up your mind. Right. Agreed. All right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think the crowd turned on Dolph Ziggler in particular within the last three to six months. They finally sort of decided that he's had his chances. He always seems to bungle it. He always gets injured, etc. whatever. I do kind of think the goodwill of Dolph Ziggler has been spent. And I think that's probably what this is actually about. Where people are kind of just over Dolph Ziggler more than anything else. And and I can understand people feeling that way. After the love rhombus, I can totally understand people feeling that way. But yeah. if he's going to remain on the roster, let's let him actually mean something. Sure. So. Uh, other than that, no, I don't think, you know, uh, Team Bad is no longer. Oh, yeah. Whatever. They broke up. 
Now I guess that, Sasha and Becky are friends. That's been for a while. I guess Sasha and Becky are friends now. I don't know. Um, right. I I don't recall anything else of import happening. Rusev lost again. To whom? Kalisto by countout. Oh yeah, yeah I remember. Okay. Uh, Finn Balor and Apollo Cruz had a decent match on NXT. I haven't seen that yet. The whole thing. Yeah, I haven't seen NXT yet. Your uh, your girl, your <laughs> girl shows up. My, my Oscar. Your Oscar. What, and, and what does what does my Oscar do? She wrestles a match against. Uh, there is a some kind of independent women's wrestler who is. I don't think she's signed by NXT, but she posted some picture of you know a, a girl in a like prom dress wearing a sheep's mask. So people assumed she was going to be Sister Abigail. I think she was just posting a picture just to get attention. Uh, mm-hmm. But she wrestled this woman on. In a quick match, but it was pretty good. I enjoyed good. it. Good. Right. I'll look forward to it. So, I would uh, look forward to Asuka. Which brings us to our last email, which, of course, I have since deleted. So let me bring back up. Or not deleted, <laughs> but I closed out. <laughs> I deleted uh, it. We will not read this email anymore. Forget it. So, and it comes to us from a first-time emailer, which is always so wonderful to get more people. DDT Wrestling keeps growing and growing. I love when we have new readers. Uh, so this is from Craig Dean. You'll have to tell me what your Twitter handle is, Craig, because you didn't post it here, but that's okay. And Craig one. says... You don't know. Hey, fellas. Hey. Long, long time, first time. After you mean? only had one question in the mailbag last week, I thought I'd give you a good talking point. Thank you, in, Craig. In, <laughs> in your opinions, what Pod would besties. be the best possible card for next year's WrestleMania? Oh, Craig, you're asking me for too much. With everyone coming back from injuries and NXT talent developing, it could be very interesting. How would you guys book it? Thanks, Craig Dean. That's the long-distance dedication from Craig Dean. I... And I know you hate these questions because... I have no idea. It's too far out. How are you... Uh, I'll have Cesaro facing... The Undertaker in a triple threat with John Cena for the Vince McMahon title, which hasn't been established yet, uh, in a slushy on a pole match. I, I mean, what do you want me to say? I'd watch that match. So would I. Who slushy else is coming back pole. from injury again? Uh, Tyson off- Kidd versus someone. Who, who else? Is off there? the top of my head. And I do more fantasy booking than you, so this this kind of comes easier to me than than it does you. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins. Shield triple threat WrestleMania 33. Uh, John Cena versus The Undertaker and Undertaker's retirement match. Let's see. Brock Lesnar's probably going to be doing something. Brock Lesnar versus Kevin Owens. Uh, Finn Balor will be on that roster by then, so Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt in Demon versus Face of Fear. Sasha versus Becky versus Charlotte versus Bailey. Let's do that match again. What about Nikki Bella? She'll be back. No. <laughs> no. She can she can accompany John Cena to the ring. And what is she John Cena do. doing? You said uh, Undertaker. Said John Cena, Undertaker in Undertaker's retirement match. 
Maybe even, you know, John Cena's the champion and it's, you know, Undertaker wants one more title and he's putting his career on the line or something. So what will Cesaro and Tyson Kidd be up to? If Tyson Kidd comes back, which I would love to see, um, put him back in the tag. They were a great tag team. Uh, Kadaro versus Enzo and Cass versus uh, Dash and Dawson versus the American Alpha. Oh, yeah. American right. Alpha probably will be on the main roster by that point. No? I hope so. Okay, yeah. Oh, no, then never mind. Forget I said anything. Forget I said anything. Um, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro versus uh, American Alpha in the first ever tag team Iron Man match. I'd love to see that. That'd be a great match. There we go. There you go, Craig. And then the Andre the Giant uh, Memorial Battle Royal is won by the hologram of Andre the Giant. Yes! <laughs> Yes. So, who is played by uh, whoever played Gollum? Andy with, Serkis. Thank you. With the things all over him. Yeah, yeah. Ping pong balls. Got it. Yeah. Did you know that there's a Mortal Kombat game where that guy with Andy the ping Serkis? pong? Not Andy Circus necessarily, but a guy with all the. His name is MoCap because yeah. for motion capture, and he's an actual uh-huh. playable character. Uh-huh. That's. Ridiculous! You're ridiculous. Look at how ridiculous you are. Look at that face. Well, thank you, Craig. First for, time reader. Glad for a first you. time reader, long time, long time reader, first time writer. I think we need long to say. time reader, first time bestie. Be- Good oh, to have you. There you go. Wow. First yeah. time bestie. No, that's fine. Pod besties. That's, there you go. I'm okay with it. A pod bestie. I'm okay with it. I am just fine with it. BFF. Um, I'm not yeah. sure there's anything left to say. We've talked about NXT a little bit. You can catch up. You've been you've been going crazy because you've got you know you've got lots of irons in the fire right now, my friend. Indeed, I do. So it's been a crazy time. I can't believe we even got to sit down and record this week. Uh, the next time one of these things comes up, we're gonna have to plan this better. Uh, I think maybe. we did just fine. You were always so negative. We we end these shows, and you're always so like, that was the no, worst show, show we've good. ever done. No, this show was fine. But I just think I should have probably tried to have recorded last night with you instead of leaving it to today. But Although next time, I won't be having uh, – there won't be another thing on Thursdays, I don't think. Yes. So you've, you've, you've had multiple commitments. So. Yeah. But that's but, okay. Oh, we, by the way, confirmed. I'm in a – thing Sunday of WrestleMania. Okay. So does now, that mean you're can you well, take the Monday off so we can well, watch WrestleMania? I don't uh, well I don't know because because I'm in that thing on Sunday means I'm also already taking Friday off. So so come on. I kind of have to go back to my real job at some point. Come on. Uh but I do think I will be potentially home in time to watch WrestleMania that Sunday. So. We'll figure it out. I, I wasn't expecting to do a big 12-hour WrestleMania preview show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I would like to, I would like to be able to recap oh, yeah. with you. And I was planning, and, and you might be too exhausted for this. I'm honestly still planning to, because the New Age Insiders will be at WrestleMania. I was hoping that you and I could, when WrestleMania ends... 
that's when our party starts, and you and I at 11 or 12 p.m. or a.m. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, but if we're going to do that, I mean, the entire appeal of the uh, New Age insiders is that they do a lot of those reaction shows live. I mean, if we're how are, are we going to do it live somehow? Because otherwise, it doesn't make a lot of sense. We've got two months to figure out how to do a live show. Somebody Liam, will teach us. Somebody tell us. Bill, Bill Neville. Paging Bill Neville. Paging Bill Neville. You have a phone call at the front desk. Yeah, you're so. right. Liam would never tell us. That guy hates us. I, though, I just When I need a technical question answered, I turn to the best podcast producer in the world, Bill Neville. Liam can tell us all sorts of things. If we ever decide to do video, if it's Doc Manson and a guy with a bag on his head... Uh, Come on. Why can... won't you do video? You're not some hideous I'm not hideous. I have a I have a public job that requires so a, a certain level of anonymity. What about I mean what about me? There's a difference between uh someone who works at the university level versus someone who works at the primary school level. If if and I know this is this is silly, but if perchance someone were to look and say, "Oh, that's my child's teacher." doing this crazy show where his, the big running gag is that he feels uncomfortable during awkward parts. <laughs> I would like to avoid that particular conversation I if just, I can. I just think you're worrying about too much. I, I don't think anybody's going to hold that one against you. It's a I will gladly show. do video if we can, if Liam Stryker can teach us the technology to blur my face. But that's, that defeats the entire purpose of video. They will see you. I don't know. I feel I feel that's rather one-sided. Well, that's... Come on, neighborhood. Tell DC to get that mug out there. I, I have no problem with DC the mug. DC mug, yes. DC mug, yes. Let's see that hashtag out there. Come on. Did, did you post an Oscar picture because you got to 500 followers like you were supposed to? Oh, uh, no. No, 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 you did not. Don't change the subject. I'm not. I'm just We're talking. We're getting you on video. How is Oscar doing, by the way? Uh, you know, he's, he's doing well. Everything everything okay? Recovering? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah all he's right. doing all right. Well, I'm glad to hear it. And now that we know that, I can take solace in that and say to our friends that DDT Wrestling is at an end. We've had a, a joyous journey. Uh, it's been a remarkable voyage. Uh, and Wait, now we're it's done. over forever? No. No, We've had we'll a be back. Journey, and now it's we'll, over. We'll be back next week. I'm signing just, off forever. It's the road to WrestleMania is really long. All right, there's not a huge amount to talk about here. Uh, we could have we could have booked some more WrestleMania. We could have talked more about Sheamus and the career of Sheamus. But I think it is it is in everyone's best interest. We could have defended interest. my honor some a bit more. I mean, we could still do that some more if we wanted. I mean, we talk about what. Defending my honor—that's, I mean, that's always a great topic. I, I will, I will defend your honor to the to to the death. And if someone goes online and, whether intentionally or not, besmirches <laughs> your good name, then yeah, I will, sure I will rise, is. I will rise to your aid, friend well, of friends. Indeed. Uh, so what's leave? Let's leave on a positive note, as we always, do as we always here. do. Our our moment of positivity. Um, I what are you will thankful go, for in the WWE? In the I am thankful in the world of wrestling. Would you like to go first or shall I? You can go ahead. I am thankful 
that JBL has a gig other than being an announcer, because I don't think he's a great announcer, but I am enjoying the Legends with JBL series on WWE Network. I just finished the Eric Bischoff one, because apparently I hadn't finished that. I have started the Road Dog one, and I like it. So I am grateful that JBL has that. Now, please, let Corey Graves take your spot on Raw and just do a weekly Legends with JBL, and I will be happy. Very Doc, nice. your moment of what is what are you what are you thankful for in uh, wrestling? As usual, I am thankful for Ryback. He's Doc Manson. At Doc Manson. I'm DC Matthews. At DC Matthews NAI. And that, my friends, was a depressing end. To DDT wrestling. We are gerbils. <laughs>